This is your host Shane with Mountain Crypto. Hey, I know um, I have not produced anything for months and months, but uh, I did have several of my friends send me emails right after I did the podcast. And uh, so they were like, hey, you uh, predicted that the election was going to go to Trump. And you gave a whole Bitcoin cryptocurrency thesis and prediction, and you were wrong. What the heck? So I thought I would respond to that. Um, that is very true. Uh, maybe. Uh, there's a, still a lot of folks out there who feel that under the election law that... Uh, it shouldn't have gone the way it did, but that's besides the point and not the topic of my conversation with you today. The fact is, is the Democratic Party won the election and is in office and in hindsight probably should have talked more about what the prediction was if they were to take office. So... Again, not a political, um, not a political prediction. Just, uh, just my thoughts on it, based on what I've seen over the decades and decades. Of course, the world is ever changing, and um, we just roll with it, right? We do the best we can. So, my viewpoint is is a lot like the dot com. For crypto, it's going to be a lot like dot com during the Clinton years. Uh, we saw a lot of uh, money go into the dot com era. If you're younger, then you may not have lived through that experience. But in uh, 1990s, the late 1990s, everybody started getting on board. With the internet, there was uh, AOL. There was even a movie that came out called uh, "Got Mail" with Tom Hanks. And it, the familiar thing would be, you would log on to your dial-up internet. You would hear this noise that sounded kind of like a fax machine getting ready to send a fax. And then uh, you would log into your AOL account. And it would say, you've, you've got mail. And you would check your mail. Everybody had an AOL account. Except for me. I was a geek. I had an Earthlink account. If you're a geek, you had an Earthlink. Um, so anyway, people started to be able to invest in the stock market for the first time on the Internet. And Charles Schwab was the first company, I believe, to start offering this to the public at large, trading on the internet. So you could uh, get a Charles Schwab account and you could uh, buy stocks and bonds at the click of your fingertips. Uh, this started out uh, in the early 2000s. Um, you could do it on your computer, basically. Smartphones were not really out to the general public, I believe, in the 1999s, uh, 
more, the first phone that came out with email and stuff like that came out right after 2000. And I remember I bought one of them. It was a AT&T phone. What had email, you could take pictures, very hard to use. But, um, yeah, so there was a few people that were maybe investing on their phones, but not too many. Not too many. But a lot, everybody was doing it on their computers, me included. And because of this new influx of money, into the market, it caused the stock market to be a lot like the crypto market. Everything became very speculative. Prior to that, investors used um, price-earning indicators, um, debt-to-income ratios, things like that to gauge companies um, and to invest in them. But during this time, the hot tip was it. People heard tips from different groups and organizations and people who were considered smart. And then it got to the point where you would hear a couple guys talking about how they had made so much money in the stock market with a hot tip or whatever from some email group or whatever. The Motley Fool was up and coming at that time, an investment group called The Motley Fool. They actually just talked about investing at that time. Now they actually, you can invest through their company and they hold uh, different investment uh, mutual funds, as it were. So everybody at work was talking about it. Everybody was doing it. We were all getting rich for a while. And then the market turned all of a sudden and everybody started to lose money. So I think the market's a lot like that when it comes to Bitcoin and altcoins at this time, but it's so much more complicated. As we've spoken, the stock market does affect Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies to a degree. We have seen Bitcoin rise with these stimulus checks, and I think we're seeing that right now. I think we're going to see Bitcoin go up over the next week as people put money into Bitcoin. These uh, stimulus checks coming out in the United States just started um, trickling in the last few days. So that's going to be something that we see happen. This is extra money for most people. They don't need it. They're going to um, either save it. And a lot of people are moving into Bitcoin because they want to make money. They want some of these huge gains they're hearing about. So that's what's happening. We're, we're in that stage of the game. Now, politically, I don't think uh, that has anything to do with it except the fact that politically we were not going to get a stimulus check with the prior um, administration. Okay, Because quite frankly, most working people didn't need it. Now, they were talking about stimulus for business owners and people out of work. Those are the people that, you know, are going to need it. But everybody got it. And the current administration is talking about doing another one. Okay, economy's moving up. 
everything is is moving in a forward direction at this time the momentum was already there and continues to be here and it will be for a while for a while so second stimulus check comes in that's going to help the stock market it's going to help bitcoin just because people are going to push their money there how else will the current administration affect Bitcoin and cryptocurrency? Um, I think regulatory-wise, it's going to be a negative. Um, I don't think it will crush Bitcoin itself. It may affect some altcoins. It may affect some of those, especially if they come from countries not deemed favorable to the United States which, you know, that's very politically charged, which ones are obtain favor and which ones don't. So that can have a factor in it. I think the economy, we're going to see inflation going up. Right now, indicators are showing it's at about 6%, which is high. Um, I think government agencies are reporting that it's much lower. But other other indicators, other people who look at inflation from the cost of like gas, electricity, food, insurance, and taxes, that is a, a more realistic way of looking at it, in my opinion. The government, they change what they look at, you know, to like the cost of orange juice or eggs and you know, I think it's very methodical to try to figure out how to make the numbers look the way they want, at what indicators that they look at to come up with what inflation is. And um, no matter what parties in office, I believe they manipulate that. Um, so I believe that number is totally manipulated and inaccurate, grossly inaccurate because I've seen gas go up huge over the last three, four months, or uh, since, since the new administration, gas has gone up crazy, okay? There's unrest in the Middle East, which is putting a strain on the oil. Um, the oil pipelines have been cut off. The projects, they're going to bring cheap oil in. The climate for mining and, and drilling and producing gasoline and oil in the United States has been hammered, just hammered. Um, tens of thousands of high-paying jobs are gone, just gone, with a, with a pin stroke. Electricity, uh, the green energy deal is going to make our electric rates go up 40 to 60%, okay, 40 to 60%. This won't be all in one year, but over a period of four years, it will be 40 to 60% increase in electric bills. I guarantee it. Okay? Same thing happened under Obama. All right. So the cost of living is going to go up. The wages are, are not going to meet it. If you raise minimum wage, all it's going to do is put small businesses... Um, out of business or make them move out of states that rely heavily on those taxes and go to states that don't have as much taxes. So all kinds of small businesses are fleeing California 
by the thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of small businesses are fleeing California and states like that right now. All the way from Walgreens shutting down in states like San Francisco, um, or excuse me, cities like San Francisco, where they, they allow stealing. If uh, you steal less than $900, basically the police aren't even going to show up. Okay, You can't do anything. So stores are closing left and right. Small businesses are already under a strain with the higher new minimum wage and the cost of doing business. Um, mom, pop, restaurants, and things like that are closing their doors in masses, in masses. Um, everybody who has a business wants to leave that state. Um, small businesses that I know. I'm sure there's some that don't. I mean, beautiful weather and everything else. I don't know how that will affect cryptocurrency or if it will or it won't. Um, I don't think I don't think it will affect cryptocurrency, but it affects people's pocketbooks. And when it affects people's pocketbooks, um, they don't have the extra money to spend on Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So our market, even though it's an innovator of technology, it's doing very good in the definance world. It could achieve, it's achieving more and more mainstream adoption day by day. I think if you stay with the American companies here in the United States that, and you stick with the coins that are on those listings, you'll do okay under this administration. You'll do fine. In fact, it might be, and has proven to be, Bitcoin at least, the best asset to have your money in. So, only thing I would say is if we have a recession, if we slip into a recession, and I don't think that would happen right away, I think it would take that would take a couple years at least, I believe. If that happens, we see a stock market crash, stock market tumble, then yeah, definitely Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are going to be affected. Um, but if, if all these games that we're playing with our fiat currency, if they're able to sustain, nobody knows, because this is all brand new stuff that they've been doing. Nobody knows. Um, there's been talk, and I've listened to some very mainstream, high-level people talk about inflation, um, and that we may not have the inflation that a lot of economists and uh, conservative viewpoints are thinking we're going to have. And the reason they they think that we may not have the inflation skyrocket as most predictions would point to during you know these type of administrative strategies and this type of economic you know just throwing money out there and pulling trillions of dollars out of nowhere and all this helicopter money um, the reason they think it won't lead to inflation is that 
under this administration, there is a sort of social, financial manipulation that's going to happen. It's already starting to happen. It will continue to happen. This is how it works in a nutshell. Um, and and it will it will keep interest rates down. So typically what you would expect to happen when lots of money is being printed and 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 we see the cost of living going up, we see inflation going up. Typically what you see happen is they they increase the interest rate, okay? And that slows down the velocity of money. Okay? So if, if you keep, if you slow down the velocity of money, then it can't go down in value as much because people have to hang on to it. They can't borrow money. And I, this is how it works. This is how it's worked for fiat money's work since the 70s. If you slow down the velocity of money, then you slow down the rate of increase of, of, uh, of the economy. Okay, the economy doesn't grow as quick. Inflation slows down. That's how it's always worked. Okay, if you increase, if you lower the interest rate, then more people borrow money, and there's more money in the income, more jobs, right? Because people are spending money, so there's more jobs. That increases the flow of money. Okay, that's that's how it works historically. But the theory of what's happening now is you keep the interest rates down, but you regulate who gets to borrow the money. Okay? So I give money to people who are creating businesses, but I don't give money to everybody else. So because I don't give money to everybody, that slows down the flow of money, okay? It, it increases it enough to keep the jobs going, but like the real estate market could slow down, okay? We've had a huge bump in the real estate market in uh, urban areas and um, conservative states. As, and even in non-conservative states, people are moving out to the urban areas. They, they're scared of the city. They don't want to live in the city where buildings are burning. There's a huge exodus going on. It has been going on for a year now. And um, so there's a lot of real estate moving right now. Real estate's at all-time high in many, many areas across the country. So this would slow that down. How much? I don't know. Depends on how much they regulate it. Could they create another bubble? I mean, we're, we're probably already in a bubble. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that goes. But that's one of the ways the new thinking of how to regulate this uh, inflation Oh, I am really going fast. I need to slow down. I'm driving right now. 
So that's that's one other indicator. Um, hopefully it works. You know, I don't know. I'm not convinced, but they did quantitative easing. Everybody thought it was going to be the end of the world, and uh, it wasn't. So, you know, nobody's, nobody really knows. We're just going to have to move forward and see what happens. I think the stock market has blown way out of proportion and um, that we are going to see inflation and that's going to have somewhat of an effect on Bitcoin. But I still think it will be a better store of uh, value than many other investing opportunities. So we'll just have to see. So under this administration, I expect to see more regulation, uh, more compliance, Maybe at some point they will not want people to hold their own Bitcoin. They'll want you to have kind of a, a Fidelity account or a Robinhood account where you think you have Bitcoin, but you find out you actually cannot take it off of the trading platform. So if you're trading on Robinhood, understand that you're not going to be able to take your Bitcoin off of their off of their trading platform. So I think we're going to see more of that. I don't think we're going to see Bitcoin and Ethereum and some of the top cryptocurrencies. I don't think we're going to see them being outlawed as long as they comply, uh, as long as they can be regulated. So that's that's my prediction. Under this administration, um, possibly we're going to lose the ability to have our own wallet with cryptocurrency. And uh, we'll be forced to use these platforms that are going to be owned by the banking industry, the financial industry. And um, that will slow the growth. That will slow the winnings. And um, But I don't think it'll stop it. So unless we have a major event, stock market crash, um, recession, things like that. So that's where I'm at on that. I wanted to just update you with what my opinion was on the overall political climate toward cryptocurrency. Um, just have to wait and see. I won't be putting out very many podcasts, but it had just been so long since I was out here. I wanted to just put my thoughts out there for my friends and family that, and those that, of you that are listening in. Take care. Best wishes. Be safe. Remember, it's not financial advice. Just just one guy's opinion that's doing pretty good, actually. My investments have gone up quite a bit. Um, I think over the long haul, you will be very, very happy if you follow the dollar cost average and just be patient for a few years with your holdings. Be more concerned about accumulating a quantity of Bitcoin over time. And, um, you know, I'm doing very good with my Celsius wallet. If you listen to my old podcast, I do have a portion of my Bitcoin in my Celsius wallet. At this point, the investment reinvest and, um, that's a healthy amount of, uh, free interest money, interest earnings going back in and reinvesting in my top cryptocurrencies every single week. So if you haven't checked out Celsius wallet, I'm not recommending that you do or you don't do it. I think it's fairly safe. 
Um, they do have a measure of accountability. They have a third party auditing. They are licensed with the SCE uh, at some measure. They have uh, insurance of their cryptocurrency through an insurance company. They've gone through bumps already and proved they can withstand the storm. The CEO is a reputable person who uh, was the originator of uh, voiceover IP. And uh, of all the cryptocurrencies that are out there where you could earn interest, even though it is not decentralized, it is regulated, I think it's the safest one. They have good uh, tax reporting forms. So I still stay with uh, Coin, Coinbase Pro and, uh, and with Celsius Wallet for 95% of my stuff. All right? Over and out.